the Gloucester Park Preview is proudly presented by Retrovision. Our panel of experts will dissect the Premier Hardest Race Meeting of the Week and hopefully find the winners. Retrovision, lowest prices guaranteed. RAC members save an extra 5% every day at Retrovision. A very good morning, everybody. Welcome along to the Retrovision Gloucester Park Preview on this Friday morning ahead of four- and five-year-old championship night down there at headquarters thanks to Hoist Talk Australia and also a Narragin Cup to look forward to. It's great to have Trent Cooper back in the studio as well. Trent, good morning to you. Yes, good morning, Tim. You're looking forward to that four and five-year-old championship. Not the strongest one uh, we've seen, but it's a good field and the barrier draw has made it interesting with Jasper Vella Beach drawing the pole. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking to Christy Elson yesterday, she was of the opinion they'd certainly look to lead, which will make it all the more interesting. Glenn Moore is with us as well in the studio. Glenn, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, boys. Good morning, listeners. Yeah, look, the four- and five-year-old championship, $50,000 Group 2 race. Um, Very, very even with the barrier draws. Um, Promising horse, ideal agent drawn wide. And don't bother me none, Jasper Vella Beach drawn to try and compete for the lead. And who knows whether there's going to be some left-field action from maybe classic choice and power and grace early. All right. Well, Richie Bell's going to link up with us very shortly. But before we get there, we've got a couple of interviews to work through. Mitch Miller to join us. We'll also have your chance to win a Retrovision $50 gift card. And don't forget our tipping races on the Retrovision text line 0427 789 The four group ones in Sydney tomorrow, day two of the championships and also the WA Derby. We need to start off with Michael Young. He had a good week and obviously... Has a filly or a mare, shall you, that's qualified for the four-year-old gold bullion in Sydney. We'll find out what he's going to do there with Nevermind the Chaos, who goes around tonight as well. Michael, good morning to you. Morning, Tim. Morning, boys. Now, you did win the heat with Nevermind the Chaos, and we'll start with her because she is your first runner tonight. Will you take up the offer to go to Sydney? Um, no, not at this stage. Um, she's, um, like, even though she's four, she's still very immature and she's still got a few tricks in her so um yeah i think she's only had 15 odd starts and she's still kind of got a two-year-old racing brain so yeah she's not ready for that as a matter of interest did you look at the um pragmatics of doing it with air air flights and all that sort of stuff if you had to look at the availability of all that no i didn't i know um i know you get a, a subsidy um that pretty much covers to travel and and that includes if you fly so it's not really an out-of-pocket expense but i just don't think it's the right move for this stage of her career and tonight you've got a um, little bit of a dilemma you've got uh, three dem- three rumors drawn inside you a very promising horse trialed quite well uh, you look to be in the breeze on paper if that all worked out like we suspect unconditional outside you a fast beginner Another interesting tactical situation with Ryan Warwick. How do you read it early? Yeah, I thought the one would hold up and we'll be outside. And I thought Ryan would just go to our back. Um, I don't really think there's too much need for him to get involved, especially if we're in the breeze, because mine over races is it. And he's going to be in the perfect spot and uses no petrol to be there. So... Does um, look that's like, why I looked at it. Yep, does look like that on paper. If Unconditional on your back, then you've got to try and get three rumours and hold off Unconditional. Yeah, um, yeah. like, tactically, it sounds like you've got to do some things, but um, she's got a mind of her own. She'll roll strong sectionals, and if something from behind her beats her, then so be it. On a, on a race four with Zazu, 
What did you make of his last run? Obviously, you know, he'd cop the check and broke, but what did you make of the way he finished off the race? Yeah, I wasn't disappointed. He's he's not really that type of horse. He's just uh, he's a he's a pretty ordinary animal, really. But he when he when he can lead and and dictate and, and run the race on his terms, um, like he, he's pretty hard to beat. So yeah, he gets another chance tonight. I, I would have been disappointed if he had a lead on Tuesday and got beat, um, but I wasn't disappointed that he couldn't win from leaders back. And Doc Holliday, obviously you ran into the very impressive ideal agent the other week when you led and you looked the winner, but it just grabbed you late. Uh, here, uh, your comments seem to be that uh, perhaps uh, follow Armour Einstein through, Jesper Velovic, the likely leader. Yeah, um, that was even going to be my plan, even if Jasper Velovic was going to sit. Um, we still would have gone to the rails. We probably don't drive him quiet enough, often enough, um, we really overdrive him a lot. So um, but I think the one time that he was underdriven was when Danny drove him. He sat last on the rail and he absolutely rocketed to the line. So this is a great race to just be buried away on the fence. And if the brakes come, they come. If they don't, they don't. And if you look at it, um, you've got a lot of pace here early out of the gate with some left field possibilities. Pound Grace, Classic Choice, Caveman. They've all got gate speed outside don't bother me none on Jasper Valley Beach. So conceivably there could be a lot of pressure in the first 400 metres perhaps. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty solid run race throughout regardless. It's a, um, it's actually a really good field and it's drawn to make it a really good race. There's no there's no standout and you could probably run this race 10 times in half a dozen different winners. And on a race seven, Vespa looks the class horse of the field, uh, but just drawn outside his three main rivals. How do you see Emily driving him tonight? Yeah, he just he keeps drawing decent, but just not quite good enough. Whereas, um, like when he gets to the rail, he's pretty hard to beat. But yeah, tonight she'll have to do a little bit of thinking. The the one I think's got the gate speed to hold us all out if it wants to. So um, the way I looked at it was maybe the one would lead. Um, the two goes to its back. We might be able to get the one-one on back goal um, with no back row there. So, um, yeah, if she can drop into the one-one, then that'd be beautiful. What's the best of the best? Uh, I'll stick with Nevermind the Cast just because she's a good horse and good horses get the job done. I certainly do. Thank you for your time this morning. Good luck. We'll catch you trackside. No worries. Thank you. There is Michael Young with us on the program. And from Michael Young, we can now get to Mitch Miller. Mitch, good morning to you. Uh, Good morning, boys. Now, speaking to Kim Prentice, he said last week while you were off, obviously doing the isolation, he said he was able to get his work done twice as fast without you there. Mitch, have you got any thoughts on that? Um, Yeah, well, I actually offered him uh, I'd take the rest of this week off as well. um, (laughs) Very generous. I don't know how true that is. <laughs> how, how, how are you going this week? Being back in it, all good? Yeah, all good, mate. Um, yeah, I was I was one of the lucky ones, but um, yeah, it didn't affect me too much. All right. Race four tonight, Mitch. First drive with uh, Robbie Rocket, whose trial wasn't at his didn't seem to be at his best. But what do you make of his chances tonight? Um, yeah, visually the trial, yeah, it didn't look flash, but um, for around Biker, they run a pretty quick last half, so. He didn't lose any ground, um, and yeah, and he was—he has—he's been off the scene for a month, so um, yeah, it's, it's a tricky little bit of a race. Obviously, you've got to drive him um, the one way, um, which take him back off the arm, and um, just let him dip home late. But um, yeah, it's a race where he's going to have to drive it as it unfolds. I think. 
Mitch, um, over to awaiting instructions, the horse is uh, low flying. Uh, you've got options. Uh, the, the, horse, the horse has got a very, very good turn of foot. This race uh, may map out quite well for you again. It looks like there will be a bit of pressure to find the lead with a couple of runners there. Uh, how do you how do you view his chances? Um, yeah, look, he's he's always a great each way play. He's um, he's an awesome little horse to drive. He he gets away from the stands really well, and um, he's pretty straightforward. And he's and he's always he's as honest as the day is long. So um, yeah, so he'll he'll need um, you know that nice sort of soft run and um, yeah, you know, keep him keep him tucked away to the four hundred. And um, yeah, so it's it's not not an overly strong stand, so um, yeah, I expect him to run a good race. Under race eight, you drive the Kraken. He's he's a fairly consistent type, up against a few inconsistent types. Can he play a part here? Yeah, his last run was um, really good. He, he's actually come back quite good from um, that little let-up he had. And um, Yeah, it's another one where it's not an overly strong race, but you sort of, when you draw the middle of the park in these small fields, it um, can be a little bit tricky sometimes, so... Um, it's another one where I uh, probably won't make too much, too many plans until I talk to Dan and um, go from there. And Mitch, uh, the last race, uh, Kim's alluded to the fact that uh, Tantabitty and uh, so Firestone have both pushed out hard, obviously with the intention of holding major overs. How do you see that playing out, uh, first of all? Um, yeah, it's a, for, for a five-horse still, it's, um, they're, all, they're all pretty quality good youngsters, so... Um, yeah, I've got, I've got a lot of respect for May Drovers, obviously, as um, it flew out the gate last week and caught a few by surprise, and um, I expect it to do the same here um, tonight. But, um, yeah, so my bloke actually, in his trials, and that he the gate um, really well. And, um, yeah, that first up run when I drove him, just uh, we had a little bit of a gear problem, and he did a few things wrong. But um, we seem to have fixed that up um, when Kim drove him on Monday and um, he should run a good race from where he's drawn. All right. Now, Mitch, on to tomorrow night. Narragin, Volton 10. He is a $1.38 favourite in the Narragin Cup. Just a couple of grand away from $1 million. Start number 199. Does this set up nicely for him? Yeah, well, um, the, the barrier gods are definitely uh, obviously trying to get him over the line there, hopefully, and um, hopefully I don't stuff it up. So, um yeah, it was it was um, it was hard to cop getting beat in the Bunbury Cup because obviously it would have been a bit of a, a fairy tale to go back to back group twos to bring up that magic milestone um, of the million dollars, but it wasn't to be. Um, but yeah, he gets another another good opportunity tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully he can go back to back in the Narragin Cup. Thank you very much for your time. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, boys. All right. Let's get to race number one on the program. We'll have Richie Bell with us very, very shortly. But, Glenn and Trent, just before we do get to Rich in the opening race, have you got a thought there on the answer from uh, Mortz there to the question from Mortz? Yes. No, very good horse, this one. And, um, yeah, raced a pretty short and miracle miles. and Trained in Queensland, Trent? Trained, or? trained in Queensland, yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So... Folding 2000, a winner at 37 of 77, two Queensland pacing championships at Queensland Derby, an Inters Heat and a Truer Memorial. Get to work, 0427 All right, we'll have Rich along very shortly, but we get underway with the Hoist Talk Australia, taking you to New Heights pace over the 21.30, 6.22, so a slightly later start than usual tonight. Rockable, $1.95, $2 Vivier D'Amour, $6 Will I Rock and Roll, Who's who in the zoo at $9? It's double figures and upwards the rest. A couple of comments here. Michael Ferguson 
Well below par first up was Rockerball looking to bounce back to his best. If he brings his best form from the draw, he will be winning with Vivier Damore. Peter Tilbrook said, I think she's holding form. It was hard to make ground out wide last week. She has continued to work well at home, and I expect another strong performance. And with Will I Rock and Roll, Gary Hall Sr. Hoping, was hoping for Junior to drive him, but he went with Vivier Damore. He's still going well enough. Will I Rock and Roll. All right, let's get to you firstly here, Glenn. Yeah, the interesting part early is uh, Junior's tactics with Vivier Damore, um, whether he has that crack. There's not a lot of pace between Rocker Ball and, um, and himself um, with uh, Vivier Damore, the, the mayor. Um, who's who's who in the zoo drop in, but Carlos drop in, rock me over, I don't think would get involved either. So I guess the temptation trend is there to have a look. Yeah, it, it, it could be. Like I said, she'll get there easily. The I don't think she can cross rocker ball, though. And if she comes out hard and gets caught in the breeze, then it's probably race over for her if she's come out hard. Um, could set up another race for a, a will-I rock and roll type. But, yeah, I'd be surprised if she could cross rocker ball. Do you think she'll, do you think she'll have a go or just take the conservative approach? And oh, I think There's I no think, real breeze horse here, is there? No, that, that's that's my... I thought that she could get to the breeze really comfortably without actually you know, doing anything. And then maybe her class, uh, if rocker ball's not at his best, could see her uh, and possibly get over the top of, top of rocker ball. But I'm going with rocker ball, I think. He was fancied first up. He didn't perform, but he didn't have a, a great run either. I thought he could lead here tonight and be hard to beat. From number five, Avir Damore, he's been racing super with the sit. Um, they may go too slow here uh, for that to happen. It's a possibility that they could even race Indian file as well. Um, and then you know, Vivian Damore can make a choice of when she does come up. Like They could easily run an Indian file um, and you know, she could pop out at the the 1200 make her move forward at that stage and try to have that, that class edge but I'll put her in for second as the main danger will I rock and roll if she gets the run on the back of Vivier Damore it becomes a really good winning chance it's probably it's only ch- chance of winning but if that happens which does look a likely scenario it'll be thereabouts and then I'll throw in who's who in the zoo as a good place chance who should drop straight on the back of Rockerball I've gone one five six and two all right Glenn yeah just assuming that uh, Rockerball leads and there's no early uh, dash by Vivier Moore, it looks like it's going to get away with uh, Blue Murder and uh, if you go back to the run where it led against Papanik uh, Trent uh, it was huge that night Papanik scrapped it late mm. uh, whether it's in that form we don't know but They've given a little break since the first up run. I'm suspecting that it'll go okay. Put it on top to beat the six. Will a rock and roll could get that run that you're referring to, Trent. Veerdemore got some class there uh, to run third, and the two uh, who's who in the zoo. Um, there's a few lined up here for the placings, but one six five and two for me. One six five and two for Glenn, and we can welcome in Richie Bell now on the line. Rich, good morning to you. Yeah, good uh, good morning, Tim, Glenn and uh, Trent and everyone tuned in. That's a good card tonight, just the nine races. That, that we've got ten on Tuesday, by the way, and we're looking at getting the Penguin to call the last race, race number ten. <laughs> yeah, just it's a, a two-horse uh, field. Yeah, we well, can't, can't even have a Tearsie. Can't even have a Tearsie. There'd be no interest, no interest. <laughs> His favourite bet's an exactor, so he's safe. <laughs> of course. Um, I'm going to go one, six, five and two in race number one. Rocket ball. Uh, uh, Glenn mentioned that run behind Papanik. I think they came home about 55 and a half. So if he can find that sort of form, it's going to be very hard to beat. And Trent made an interesting point, though, that if he's not there at his top and they think he's vulnerable, then Vivier Moore could maybe go into that breeze position and, and make it a bit of a test. Uh, five, 
Um, I put in the Will I Rock and Roll, though, to beat Viviere more. I thought maybe it could land its back at some stage. And number two, and that's who's who, and the zoo gets a soft trip. One, six, five, and two. That's for Glenn and Rich Trent going one, five, six, and two. And, and just on that race, the two year old race on Friday night that's got just two in it. Uh, they they have to Tuesday. be run they're, they're on Tuesday. Sorry, yes, of course they they have to run the the heats because of, of course there is spots for a trip east up for grabs there with the two and three year old heats. Let's get to race number two on the program, the Hoist Talk Hoist Solutions Pace for the girls. This is a free for all. Never mind the chaos. One dollar fifty five, three dollars fifty is three rumours. Unconditional five dollars, fifteen dollars and upwards. The rest. So the three fancies here you just heard from Michael Young. Said it's his best of the night. Never mind the chaos. She's in form. Chris Lewis with three rumours. Trialling well enough. Will look to take advantage of the draw. And unconditional Greg Bond said it was a good return and has trained on nicely. She's an each way chance. Glenn, the second. Yeah, this is one of the races of the night for me, tactically. Although Michael sort of referred to the fact that never mind the chaos just does its own thing. Uh, it gets keen and uh, I'd imagine at some point it'll be eyeballing three rumours. And... Three rumours uh, clearly has got a lot of depth and ability as well. Whether it's ready for that pressure is going to be interesting. First up, had the stand trial. The, the sectionals were quite quite good for a stand. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it's got a long-term bright future. Unconditional camped on them by the looks of it and dangerous. So I see this money for him, $8 in to around about $5 in the last day or so. Uh, based on the speed map, I'd say we'll have one last crack. But I'll lean to the promising never mind the chaos to beat the one three rumours, the three unconditional, and if they go too hard, Alder Cinderella will be making late ground. Two, one, three, two, one, three, and eight. Okay, Trent. Yeah, that's the, the sort of the obvious map. The other, the other possibility is that Unconditional has a crack for the front. Three Rumours has been a horse that's sort of just held a little bit. Plenty of gate speed, uh, Unconditional. Unconditional's got plenty of gate speed, and Three Rumours has been one who sort of more held the horses to its outside than worked the front rather than showed... The only issue is the risk factor in trying to cross the two horses as well. And and also the fact that if you do it, you're still going to get pressure from never mind the chaos yeah but it is a possibility to, to be worth considering yeah, it's um, speed because it has got real speed and it wasn't known all the way when the last start but i'm with never mind the chaos it's it doesn't map particularly well because i think he's gonna have his two main dangers probably one in front and one sitting right bit right there but i think she's a very promising mare i've got her on top from number one three rumors if she was race fit I think I'd go with her, if, um, but it's just the first up factor. Uh, Barry Howlett normally has his horses improve through a campaign, um, so that's the, the, the query there. But I'll put it in for second, Uncondition- uh, unconditional. I've actually put it in for fourth. Alta Cinderella, Glenn, I was really impressed with her trial. I think she's in for a really good campaign. The draw obviously makes it tough, yep. but this is the type of race where they can probably sit back, let her run on. I wouldn't be surprised that would be the plan, to see sure. her run a really big race. We really race. want her to settle Trent and... Yeah run on. Yeah. And the harder they go, probably the better for her. As long as she can get in and get cover, I think she'll go okay. Okay, yeah. And the, the $15 I thought was a, a reasonable yeah. price about her as, as a spec bet, because I think she's in for a good campaign and unconditional next best. Two, one, eight and three. Okay, over to you, Rich. My tips are based on a very simple theory, and that's pegs. So never mind the chaos leading. Three rumours on its back. Uh, Nullarbor, Navajo. And then I've got newsletter potentially getting four back along the inside. I think never mind the cars will be running along and making it pretty tough for them. So I've gone two from one, ten, and a bolter at 100 to one newsletter in for four. Two, one, ten, four. Okay, that is for Rich. Two, one, eight, and three for Trent. Two, one, three, and eight for Glenn. 
You are listening to the Gloucester Park Preview, proudly presented by Retrovision. Retrovision, lowest prices guaranteed. RAC members save an extra 5% every day at Retrovision. All right, welcome back to the Retrovision Gloucester Park Preview. We are up to race number three, the Hoist Talk Australia Rent-A-Gen Pace. Over the 21.30, this comes up at 7.22. Alterep, $1.55. Mr. Bushido, $4.60. Bracken Sky, $5.00. Biddle Start Dreaming, $10.00. So the three that are up the top of the market here, the comments from Sarah Wall with Alterette. The plan will be to lead, and it looks a good race for him. Mr. Bushido, he goes to the pegs and hopefully runs second. Shannon Savalka with Bracken Sky. Good trial on Sunday. Dropping great here. He should have a good campaign. Rich, over to you for race three. The only danger I can see to older rep really would be Bracken Sky, um, who has competed in better races, really graduated last campaign, has got a quick sprint, and if he happened to lob the 1-1 one, one here, assuming Houston Fly goes back to the inside and better will start dreaming, stays in the breeze, and uh, could over-race, I guess, possibly, but probably unlikely at the moment. Uh, but um, that's the only scenario where I could see Alderette getting beaten, and Bracken Sky looks to have come back in really good form based on that trial. But in saying that, Alderette can carve out pretty quick last 1,200 metres out in front and showed that two starts ago. So I will go one Alderette, but I think the bet in the race is probably a 40 by 60 on number five, Bracken Sky. Uh, third, I'll put in number two, Mr Bushido, and six, Alice Kay could spring a surprise. Uh, she has uh, shown great ability on occasions. I've gone one from five, two and six. Okay, Trent. Yeah, similar numbers for me. Alta Red, I think, can lead. And, uh, yeah, just get away with a bit and can can run on some good sectionals. And he even can roll along as well if he does got a bit of pressure. So the one to beat, clearly. Number two, Mr Bushido. I thought uh, you know, last start... When it chased home, no when to run, or I think it's a better horse. They run him in 27 dead on that occasion. I think this one here, Alterette, he may have to go for home when Bracken Sky pulls out, which could give Mr. Pachetto the chance to, to get into second, if not challenge uh, the winner late. Bracken Sky, nice trial as well. Uh, as he just prefers races when they roll along and then he can peel. They might That may not happen tonight, but he's, a, he's the other winning chance. And Alice K, next best. One, two, five, and six. Okay, Glenn. Yeah, a lot of depend on Lindsay here to Lindsay Harper here with Better Start Dream. Whether he's really aggressive, Trent, or not. Yeah, or whether I did, maybe he takes the option of going three back. Yeah, I thought he might tonight because Alterette held them easy and he's yeah. like Manning and those horses. So he's, if he didn't hand up to Manning, he's not going to hand up to Better no. Start Dreaming. And, he, and he's got the gate speed to hold him easily. So, yeah, Lindsay could just go straight three that's back to pegs. That's what I'm possibly thinking here, which could take the pressure out of it. And it puts the map uh, for Bracken Sky a little bit more tricky in that situation too but we don't know whether that's going to happen at this stage but uh, we can tune into the uh, birdcage interviews tonight on twitter and see what Lindsay intends to do uh at the dollar 40 or there dollar 50 alterette's important um but i think it can lead all the way here and beat mr bushido who's going quite well and could be a knockout chance if there is an up-tempo run race the five brackens guys certainly the class dropper uh, could get that right run and the six, Alice K, definitely uh, also a horse that's uh, raced in good class, ran fourth to too fast, too serious recently. One, two, five, and six. One, two, five, and six. That is for Glenn and Trent Rich going one, five, two, and six. That takes us to race four, the Hoist Talk Australia Vertical Transport and Hoisting Needs Pace over the 21.30. This at 7.50. $2.35 for Zazu. I'm a Rockabilly Rebel, 3.75. $5.00. 
Hit the road, Jack Max, brother 750, 850, Robbie Rockets. So a few comments to work through here. You heard from Michael Young earlier on. The two Bond runners, Greg Bond with I'm a Rocker, Billy Rebel, racing great and not out of it. Also with Hit the Road, Jack, the barrier hurts, but still some hope. Max, brother, Aldo, quarter party going well and will be in the finish. Ron Huston with Robbie Rocket. Thought his trial was only fair, just a place chance tonight. So do you think Zazu can go one better from Tuesday, Rich? Mm, not sure. Not sure where he's at. I'm going to go with Armour Rockabilly Rebel. Uh, the Bonds have the uh, two runners here. Hit the road, Jack. Might go forward at some stage. I'm a Rockabilly, Rockabilly Rebel. Could possibly get cover on it. <laughs> uh, but G's going well. I'm a Rockabilly Rebel. He's really developed this campaign. He's went over Jetstar. That uh, was very good. Jetstar's done well since. That was a 155.3 mile rate. So I've got seven I'm a Rockabilly Rebel on top. To beat nine, hit the road, Jack, is a talented type but uh, drawn, obviously, very awkwardly. Seven from nine, then one Zazu. And I've thrown in ten, Texas Tara, who won a weak race four starts ago. Hasn't had much luck since and will peg up. So seven from nine, one and ten. OK, Trent? Found this race really difficult. I'm actually just going to stick with Robbie Rocker. I think he's going to get his double-figure odds. Um, I'm not convinced about the troll. I would have actually been really quite keen about him if he was at his best. But he's a horse that he just may have needed that trial and he normally comes to hand pretty quickly. So he can just tuck in. Um, he doesn't need to be at his peak fitness because we're only looking for a 300-metre kick for him. And I thought at double-figure odds, just happy to go that way on each way basis on top. From number seven, I'm a Rockabilly Rebel racing really well. Uh, it'll be interesting, I think. I think the Bond horses will either both go forward or both go back. Uh, they'll either, you know, one of, they could end up Breeze and 1-1 one, one, or they could be back uh, with one getting the cut up on the other. But it'll be interesting to see what does happen there. But he's racing really well. Number one, Zazu. I wasn't convinced last start. I would have seen, like, did see him hit the line a little bit better. But um, take on board what Michael Young said, that he's a roller out in front. And if he does that, he's going to give a sight. And number three, Max Brother, racing quite well and, and drawn to be handy. Five, seven, one and three. What did you make of... Ron's comments there in regards to just being a place chance, does that deter you or not? Absolutely does, yeah. You know, I said I was quite confident <laughs> yep. before I, when I first picked up the field. When I say confident, I thought yep. it would be a $5 each way chance, but the trial wasn't great. What Hubbard's had to say, yeah. yeah. But he, he, he's a horse that maybe does come to hand quickly and can improve. Yep. Hubbard might be looking for a price yeah, too. Yeah, might be. <laughs> Good morning to you, Hubbard. Uh, Glenn. Oh, your numbers, Trent? Five, seven, one, and three. Okay. Yeah, look, I, I favoured the Bond horses uh, in this situation where the Breeze would be available. Uh, there's no Breeze horses there to take the Breeze 1-1. One, one. We saw last week hit the road, Jack went so big outside the leader. Uh, very encouraging uh, long term for it. And I'm Rocker Billy Rebel's got a lot of versatility too. I thought their best option was to, to get forward here. Otherwise, Zazu can dictate this race and maybe get away with it. But uh, And that could happen anyway. I'm just going to lean to I'm a Rockabilly Rebel to beat the nine, hit the road, Jack. The one Zazu. And I'll put uh, Max Bear in just with the race fitness and going very well into run uh, fourth, seven, nine, one, and three. Seven, nine, one, and three for Glenn. Five, seven, one, and three for Trent. Seven, nine, one, and ten for Rich. So that is a really interesting race, race number four on the program. As is our feature of the night, the Hoist Talk Australia four- and five-year-old championship. Group two, $50,000 up for grabs here. 21.30 the journey, 8.21 it gets underway. Don't bother me none. He's $2.40, Jasper Vella Beach, $4.00 ideal agent. Armour Einstein, $8.50, $13.00. El Daytona, I dare say that will be an alteration very shortly because there will be a scratching. Just checking the 
Harness Racing Australia. So it's still in there at the moment. So we'll wait and see, wait for that final confirmation. But some comments to take on board here for this feature. We spoke to Christy Elson yesterday on the Sports Daily. Leading is the plan. Obviously, it's a lot harder than a couple of weeks ago. Expects the two and three to try and lead as well. Don't bother me none. Greg Bond, nice draw and a top chance. Caveman Shannon Savalco going well, just needs the right run. Robbie Williams expecting I'm a five-star general to be right in the finish as well here. An ideal agent, a great return, can go on with it. Rich, our feature of the night. That's a really good race. I'm actually going to go with the second stringer of the Bonds, uh, Ideal Agent, at uh, $4 or so. Uh, Denny Roberts is driving. Of course, Dylan has to drive Typhoon Banner here. And Ryan, I guess he was dedicated towards Don't Bother Me None, drawn in gate number two. Uh, it's a terrific draw for him, even though Jasper Vella Beach might be the uh, the one setting the speed. But, and interestingly, Matt Young is pretty keen on classic choice. He's made it his best each way of the night, and he thinks it can ping out and lead. So... It could be a bit of heat on in the early stages. This could suit Ideal Age, and I thought the win was absolutely enormous uh, first up, uh, beating Doc Holliday in a 156.8. And if there is a bit of heat on, I think this horse can just run past horse after horse uh, from about the 600-metre mark. So that's the way I'm going to go. Number eight, Ideal Agent to beat two. Don't bother me none. Clearly very talented. Can do it leading, can do it from the breeze, can come from behind. He's a versatile horse. Uh, for third, number four, I'm a five-star general. I take on board Robbie Williams's comments. Uh, gives it a really good chance. The horse is racing well. And for fourth, number one, Jasper Vella Beach will be trying to hang in there. But this could just be a little bit too classy, the field overall. Eight, two, four, and one. Okay. Glenn? Yeah, chock full of class, this race, uh, and horses that are on the up. Um, tactically, it's uh, probably not as simple as it looks. With the classic choice possibility, even Power and Grace, how quick did it get out last time? Uh, Livy J, we all thought, would lead. It pinged straight past it. And uh, it may they may attempt to have a little look here, given the gate speed it showed, uh, to get a position at least. And it creates all sorts of uh, speed map issues. I, I thought this race was really interesting, but I'm going to lead to the classy ideal agent as well. Very good uh, each-way bet, in my opinion. If they go hard, particularly, you can join in late. And uh, they back off, it can be put in the race. So it's got versatility on its side. Put it into beat the stable, mate. The two, don't bother me, none. The 10 Arbor Einstein, if the one holds up, Jasper Valley Beach, it's going to get a beautiful run here for Colin Brown. And this is its go. If it can stalk these horses, get a late split, it'll be flashing home late. The one, Jasper Valley Beach, be around the place. More than likely the leader. Ryan Bell will be aggressive at the gate. Put it in a run fourth. Eight, two, ten, and one. Okay, Trent. Yeah, but don't bother me none. I said last week that I just wasn't... I loved the horse. I wasn't convinced where he was at, uh, and he convinced me. So I think he's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, a very good run. It yeah. was, he just, but he just... The way he travelled, looked yep. really good in his coat, I thought, and um, yeah, home in 55.8. So I'm happy to have him on top. It doesn't necessarily map as easy as what it looks there because there could be some pressure from the outside but I'm happy to still have him on top. Problem number eight, Ideal Agent it could be a good draw because there could be a really quick lead time uh, in which case he can just go back and uh, he can still probably get to the breeze when he likes as long as it's not classic choice there he's pulling um, but he can run a, a good race whether he's sitting back or it does get up there number one, Jasper Bella Beach 
yeah, he was a, a solid all the way winner, two starts back, but they only went 159 three on that occasion. He's going to have to go significantly quicker tonight. Uh, number 10, I'm Ryan, so if his leader's back, uh, that's a really good spot for him to be. Two, eight, one, and 10. Two, eight, one, and 10 for Trent. Eight, two, 10, and one for Glenn. Eight, two, four, and one for Rich. We get to race number six. This is the Hoist Talk Australia taking you to New Heights. Standing start events over the 2503. 8.46, it gets underway. $2.30, Miss Macho. G. Smith, 4.40. American Bullet, $4.60. $8 awaiting instructions. $8.52, Bob Cracker. So it's a relatively open standing start event here. Two Bob Cracker, Emily Savalco racing well. If he finds the front, he'll give them something to chase. G. Smith, Shannon Savalco said going extra well. Jumps well usually. Will go well in this. Awaiting instructions, Matt Scott said, hasn't gone backwards and is dangerous. However the race is running, Greg Bond with Miss Macho, the favourite, should be right in the finish, Rich. Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it, with Miss Macho engaged here and so unlucky at its last start. Before that, its form was exceptional. Uh, Awaiting instructions is interesting because uh, it can really get home very hard with the right sort of run. And uh, G Smith uh, is going to be very competitive. American Bullet with a chance to Bob Cracker. I think it's take your pick, really. I've ended up going with um, awaiting instructions just at the price, number six, at the $8 for Mitchell Miller. Um, usually jumps away well and should be able to work into a good spot. Number six on top from five, Miss Macho, just needs to handle the stand. Uh, for third, number four, G Smith. And for fourth, number uh, two, and that's two bog crack. And that's leaving out American Bullet, which uh, definitely has a chance. I've gone six from five, four and two. Okay, Glenn. Yeah, look, it's an intriguing race, particularly at the start. Major artist G. Smith, probably the two fastest beginners, Trent um, and Rich. Uh, uh, which one do you think will get there first? I thought the one, the one's got to sit anyway, and the two would like to lead, but I don't know whether it can muster quick enough to hold the three and the four. I'm just leaning yeah, to the... juniors. Yep. Yeah, junior might be able to get to the pegs first, I thought. I think he'll hand up tonight. I had that. That was the next yeah. question. I had the feeling with yeah. what's been happening lately, this could happen. And uh, Major Artist actually goes all right from behind the lead. If they roll along G. Smith, for example, uh, it it could be cheeky G. Smith. I'm just going to lean to that uh, as a logical way maybe for them to drive Major Artist tonight and for it to figure in the finish as well. I'm leaning to G. Smith to win. From the three Major Artist, the five Miss Macho, which has got the best form in this race, uh, probably should have won that race last week, uh, hit a wheel, was bolting at the time, has got good stand form in New Zealand and uh, will be very dangerous here. Just on the shortish side, but I could see it definitely winning. Uh, and, of course, awaiting instructions, racing really well. Just put the four on top of the value to beat the four from three, five and six. Okay, Trent. Yeah, I'm with Miss Much. I think her form's better than these horses. She comes to a stand, but she's but she's had one win and one placing from her two standing start runs. I think she just might have a little bit too much class from So I've got her on top. From number two, two Bob Cracker. I put in for second because I think if he leads, he can win, whereas I don't think the other ones can. So that's why I put him in for second. Number one, American Bullet. Uh, likely to take a sit would be finishing hard, and then I went and waiting instructions who yeah, can't do any more than win four out of its last five. Five, two, one, and six. That's for Trent. Four, three, five, and six for Glenn. Six, five, four, and two for Rich. So, interesting race is the stand. The Hoist Talk, Hoist Solutions pace over the 21.30 at 9.15. Vespa, 180. 3.80, better be lively. 
five dollars crocodile kid five fifty max gold fifteen dollars and upwards the rest so we heard from michael young earlier on ross oliveri has better be lively i think he's a place chance and will improve on whatever he does his work at home has been excellent and david thompson with max gold he's interesting there's been a gear change we'll know a bit more about him after this week so rich race number seven well, there's a bit of speed underneath of Vespa, so I'm not sure how it's going to play out early, but it, he's got the best form and it just hasn't had the best of luck. There's been excuses all over the place, you know, flat tyres, blocked for runs, caught in the breeze, that sort of thing. So I think this race really looks very suitable for Vespa number four with Emily Savalco. will no doubt drive the perfect race, uh, how it might unfold, whether it uh, goes to the front or breezes or sits with some cover. Number four, Vesper on top from two, Better Be Lively, who's a really interesting runner now with Ross Oliveri and can show good speed. Uh, for third, I've put in Max Gold. Number three, who's definitely got the ability to be competitive in this race. And for fourth, number one, Crocodile Kid, who should be there all the way. Four, two, three, one. Trent. Glenn, what do you make of Better Be Lively's trial? Yeah, look, I, I think uh, Better Be Lively's probably going OK, probably going good enough with a nice soft run. Do you think it'll jump in behind the... One horse here? Yeah, I, I thought so. Well, my first thought, of this looks a really good race. I was not only taken with the trial. Um, so, well, the, actually, the trial was a while back, wasn't it? So Yeah, look, it changed trainers. Changed trainers since. So, yeah, Ross, yeah so take that back a bit. But the yeah. Ross Oliveri didn't give a lot of confidence, I didn't think, in his comments. Uh, I think he thinks he's going to be a, a nice horse this campaign, but didn't really say that he's ready. Um so I, he'd, he'd want to know what Crocodile Kid's going to do. If Crocodile Kid's handing up, he, don't, he doesn't want to be there. So he might come out and have a little look, uh, Chris Vogt, to see what the plan is with Crocodile Kid. And uh, if Crocodile Kid really wants to lead, then he'll, he'll probably go to his back at that point, as long as it's not gone with a horse like Max Gold. So it's a, it's a little bit of a tricky one for Chris Vogt. I've put him for second because I think at his best he's another class horse. But I've got Vesper on top. I think he's been unlucky. I think he can win this race uh, a few different ways, and I'm happy to have him on top. From number two, better be lively. Number one, Crocodile Kid. I did run third to, as run second to Alterette, and probably a stronger field than this three starts ago. Um, it'd be interesting if they do want to give him his chance tonight out in front, or happy to take that sit and be you know, sort of guaranteed to be in the finish. And then number three, Max Gold, next best four, two, one, and three. Glenn. Yeah, the analysis analysis for me was that uh, Eldorette race where Crocodile's uh, kid was happy to sit. And I think at this stage of his career, that's probably the way to go here, Vesper, to maybe get the lead here. Put it on top to be the one Crocodile kid. The two better be lively. Definitely a watch uh, tactically and just see how it goes. Uh, Ross will probably crank it up and get it going okay, I think. And the three, uh, Max Gold, to run fourth, four, one, two, and three. That's for Glenn, four, two, one, and three for Trent, four, two, three, and one for Rich. We've got race number eight now, the Hoist Talk Australia rent agenda pace over the 2130 at 9.40. $1.40, he's our Perseus, Blue Blazer, $4.45, $4. Majestic Star, eight fifty. Illawong Mustang. It looks like it sets up nicely for he's our Perseus here, Rich. Yeah, he's not having much luck with the draws, but he... He should be able to swoop on them. Majestic Star's the interesting runner, though, that can work to the front here. And uh, it doesn't get too keen, which it generally hasn't been lately. Uh, so I think it could be dangerous. And uh, I think they're the two. So six, he's our Perseus to sprint too quickly for them from two Majestic Star. Uh, the third, I put in Blue Blazer, who is now with Giles Inwood. And this horse, we know it's got plenty of ability. 
uh, number five, just needs to recapture its best form. It really tapered off a bit. And uh, for fourth number one, CC, CC Chevron is going to get the right sort of run. She's not going too badly. So six on top from two, five and one. All right, Glenn? Yeah, look, uh, he's our Perseus, um, you know, obviously put a line through his last run. Its previous form was excellent. Put it on top to beat the five, the big query horse here with Giles Inwood taking it over. Change of environment. It's amazing how Blue Blazer has reacted quite well to that in the past. And uh, I'll put it in a run second, a big watch. The two Majestic Star uh, likely leader. Uh, I would have thought uh, the CC Chevron would have to sit on Kyle if he's right on top of him early. And the four, the Kraken, uh, around the place as well here, six, five, two, and four. Okay, Trent. Yep, yeah, I'm going to go with he's our Perseus as well. You'll be if you backed it at a dollar oh five last start, you'll be keen uh, to jump back in. But it does look its race. The, I don't think there's a danger if it races well, apart from Blue Blazer jumping back out of the ground, which did like, like you said, Glenn, last time it changed stables. First went to Nathan Turvey. It did do that. Then it's lost form. So it might be one of those horses that just needs to be... Big watch. Yeah, sparked up a bit. Put it in for second. Number four, the Kraken racing consistently. And it says a bit about this race from Majestic Stars, $4.40, and it's... Hasn't been placed since last 30 starts. Think it'll lead, Trent? Uh, if it does, it can run a race. I thought it could lead tonight. Uh, although Matthew Scott did say that uh, he wants to lead with CC Chevron, which was a bit yeah. surprising. 30.6 it ran home in the last start. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't think it should be trying to lead. I don't think so either, but that's what the uh, initial thing said. So we'll see what happens there. But I've gone 6, 5, 4 and 2. All right. 6, 5, 4 and 2 for Trent. 6, 5, 2 and 4 for Glenn. Six, two, five, and one for Rich. We get to the lucky last. Just five going around here. The Hoist Talk Australia two-year-old pace over the seventeen thirty at ten fifteen. Major overs one dollar sixty. Soho Firestone three sixty. Five dollars ten to Biddy. Thirteen and sixteen for the other two in the race. Shaco Eagle and also Lethal Edition. Who leads here, Rich? Um, well, there's a word from uh, Kim, of course, that uh, they're both going to come out hard at ten to Biddy and uh, Soho Firestone. So um, whether once they keep major overs out, if they do, then um, then maybe Soho might run to the front from Tanta Biddy, but it's hard to know what's going to happen early on. But uh, there's certainly plenty of speed there. But I've actually gone a little bit wide. I see that bet uh, as much as $31 was bet about this horse, Chaco Eagle. I'm just hoping there's going to be a bit of uh, pressure, a bit of heat early, and it could set it up nicely for this horse. So I thought it ran a terrific race at its uh, first start. looked reasonably professional as well. And the windmill man, Vance Stampalia, he could uh, do with a winner on a Friday night. So Underdriven by Vance. Three. Sorry? Underdriven by Vance. Yeah, it <laughs> was, wasn't it? I, I don't think he realised maybe... Travelling well, he yeah. He might have known what was under the bonnet, but he might probably thought it wasn't a winnable race. But, I think he thought afterwards yeah. he should have gone earlier. He made those comments and uh, thought yeah. it did go quite well. Very rare for Vance to make a mistake. Yeah. Very rare for him to underdrive one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Chuck O'Eagle, number three, to win from four major overs. He's got super talent. Five lethal addition, did well to win two starts ago, flashing through, and I thought it was good enough last start after looming up. And for fourth to number two, Soho Firestone. So three from four, five, and two. Okay, Glenn. Yeah, look, I think Major Rovers will ping out and beat these out the way it began in the other week. Uh, 35-1, I think it was lead time too. Over the longer trip, it went super. Um, but that's the intentions of the apprentice horse, particularly Firestone, I think will be really aggressive. But I think it'll do enough to get it past them early. Put it on top to beat the two, so Firestone, the one, Tanner Biddy. 
and uh, maybe Chiaco Eagle, tricky for whatever happens there, to run fourth. That's uh, four, two, one, and three. And Trent, what have you got? Yeah, I've got Matana Biddy. I think this is a really nice horse. It's a bit green, and I like him from the pilot. Last start, he, they ran him in 27-3, and he you know, was just coming three wide. I think he might have the speed here, and um, if he holds out major overs, I think his chances are gone, Major Rovers. Like, he didn't break 30 for any quarter last week. Um, I know he'd run the quick lead time, but if he doesn't lead quickly here, I think he could be in trouble. And yeah, I thought Tanner Biddy around the $5 could be value, so I was happy to go that way. From number two, Soho Firestone, the stable mate. Um, Major Rovers, if he does cross, obviously he's going to run a good race. And then I'll put in Lethal Edition, who they could go hard in this race, and he was a nice... Third in that race, uh, he almost caught Major Rovers on the line. If Major Rovers doesn't lead, he'll be charging home one, two, four, and five. But we've made a case for all five runners. Yeah, exactly right. They all feature in the numbers three, four, five, and two for Rich. To four, two, one, and three for Glenn. One, two, four, and five for Trent. Rich, leave us with the best bet. I'm going to go two best bets. Uh, never mind the chaos and Vesper, the two Michael Young horses. I've been having a lot of luck with his uh, his uh, multiple winners whether it be uh, on a Friday night or midweek, and I think he can do it again with these two horses. One's at about $1.50 and one's at $1.80, never mind the chaos, and Vesper at $1.80. And the other one is Ideal Agent. I think that uh, if you go to the 40 a win, 60 a place, Ideal Agent, you'll go pretty close. Terrific. Thanks for your time. We'll hear from you half an hour before the first. Thanks, Timmy. You are listening to the Gloucester Park Preview, proudly presented by Retrovision. Retrovision, lowest prices guaranteed. RAC members save an extra 5% every day at Retrovision. Big well done to Brett, first-time winner of the Retrovision quiz this morning. Gets the $50 gift card. Slip and slide with the right answer. Trent, what was your best bet for tonight? Yeah, I'm going to go a few that I thought I liked. are now a little bit too short. So I'm going to go race six, number five, Miss Macho. I think she can be too classy in the stand. And I do like, on an each-way basis, race nine, number one, Tanta Biddy. All right, Glenn? Yeah, each-way for me, ideal agent. I'm on this horse around 550. It's probably going to be around the $5 mark generally. So race five, eight, ideal agent. Race three, number one, Elta... Rhett into race seven four Vespa for the double. Terrific. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Glenn, all the very best. All the best. And we've got the Narragin Cup tomorrow night, of yes. course. And hopefully, hopefully uh, we can see Volton 10 get to that million dollar mark. Absolutely. He's been an absolute champion. And Trent, thank you very much for your time. All the very best tonight as well. No worries. Thanks, Tim. Looking forward to being back here next week. 